The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Boy, I sure hope that I recorded that first woof. I th- I sure hope I recorded any of this, really, but I'll get to that in a moment. Welcome back to Farlands Bust. It's been a while. I dang near forgot that we made this uh, open, breezy, <laughs> breezy, beautiful cover girl uh, hidey hole <laughs> in the last episode. But yeah, that was episode 555. This is ep- episode 556 of the series on... A, alright, that creeper's got his own business to attend to. On a. Whoop, workbench. Almost forgot about that. On, what, what, when is this coming out? This is coming out Thursday, January 28th, 2016. Oh, the news I have for you, my friends. The news I have for you. Um, yeah, let's uh, continue walking to those far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. And uh, talk about those things, the most important of which is we're up another percent at farlandsbus.com, raising money for Child's Play Charity, up to 36% to our $60,000 goal. We are currently at $21,806.50. Farlandsbus.com is where you will see that uh, donation tracker widget, as well as the big old green button that says Donate. When you click on that, you donate directly to Child's Play Charity, helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. As well as you get the option to uh, add a comment, ask a question that I will uh, answer in a future episode of Farlands Bust here. And uh, get us closer to that goal, and though we get that goal, we finally press F3 to find out how far we've walked this season. After all, this is the sixth season, and, and we are walking. We are walking far to those far lands. Uh, did I not have... Oh, there, there they are. I'm like, I, I swear I had shears. They didn't break or anything. Here they are. Yoink! Whew, so yeah, uh, a missed, missed Tuesday episode this week. And I have good reason. <laughs> For those of you who've been following the last month or so, well, the last three years or so, know that I've been uh, attempting to build a new computer. Finally went around to do that. And uh, did a little bit of the beginnings of it on a live stream, finished it up on my own, and uh, now finally took the dive to get it up and running over the weekend. Took longer than a weekend. Oh man, but yeah, this is this is the first episode. Come back, you damn boat. This is the first episode of Far Lands to Bust. Mark it on your calendars, episode 556. That is being recorded on the new system, and I'm doing so whilst simultaneously rendering an episode of Dirt Rally on the old computer. This is exactly the reason that I've set this up this way. This new computer, uh, I've got to update the Farlands Bust website to have all the specs and everything like that, but uh, it's an i7 6-core processor. Uh, It's running a GTX 970, uh, 16 gigs of RAM, running Windows 10, which Hopefully we have good news about that in the future. Running Windows 10, uh, running Minecraft Beta 1.7.3, and uh, yeah, 
uh, it, it's set up and running and working here, as far as I can tell. And, uh, whew. It's, uh, it, it, it's a process, I doth declare. I mean, it's not just like, oh, getting it up and running and, and copying and pasting from the old computer. Uh, you gotta install all the stuff. I, I've, I've had to install DXTory and Fraps. Uh, I've moved over the, the console uh, uh, capture card to this computer. I've uh, got to install all the the, 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 uh, the codecs, the video writing codecs. And uh, gosh darn it, install the microphone. The microphone, this is a weird thing. Here's a weird thing with the new computer. Uh, and you might notice a definite change in my voice in the sound of the, the, the microphone. On the old computer, I literally had in the Windows settings for my mic, it set to 5% out of 100. 5% volume. And then I just have the, uh, the the audio interface gain set to a point where I can just get that loud enough where there isn't that much background noise, but then also not too loud where it's clipping. On this computer, here in Windows 10, still the same audio interface, still the same microphone. Um, I have it up on like 60% on the Windows side. And and the uh, the microphone pretty much boosted almost to the top, and it still seems a little bit quiet. I'm not. It's good that I'm not peeking out as much, uh, unless I get really close like this. Uh, it's good that I'm not peeking out the mic as much. But I'm trying to figure out why that is a thing that has happened and transpired before us. Uh, it honestly, just from that dirt rally video, it seems to sound a little bit better, a little bit crisper, a little bit less overdriven, I guess. Wolfie, Wolfie, <laughs> trying to break the workbench. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what the deal with that is, but uh, I guess we'll see. Still figuring things out here. Uh, still still recording stuff. Seems to be recording smoothly. Uh, Minecraft itself can only run so fast, so I don't think we're going to be getting much in the way of uh, view distance or, or the world generating faster or anything like that. Obviously, for everybody who thought this terrain jitters was due to lag or oh you need a faster computer no no <laughs> this is a fast computer and uh, it, uh, it it still happens so it's it's not to do with lag or, 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 or speed of processing or, or graphics or anything uh, that's just what we're dealing with here in Far Lands or Bust when you get over two million blocks from spawn uh, is what we're dealing with here so yeah I'm hoping everything records correctly and then I can bring it over to the old computer and render it correctly and then upload it correctly. Still still some very tenuous situations here. Um, I, I've got everything set up though and it, it's uh, it's hopefully working. I'll have... it's still not 100% set up. Uh, I still want a... Uh, if you know what a KVM switch is, because I have two computers here. Uh, I have my... Corsair, my like main keyboard and mouse hooked up to the this computer we're playing on, the, the gaming computer, we'll call it. Uh, I've got an old keyboard and an old mouse hooked up to the old computer, um, but then I have them both going into the same monitors, so I just have to switch the inputs on the monitors, but then I gotta switch over to a new keyboard, and I, I always forget. I'm like on the old computer trying to edit stuff, and then I'm trying to use this computer computer's uh, keyboard. Uh, so I've got, damn it, Wolfie. Dang, nabbit, Wolfie. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, well, I've ordered a, uh, a a KVM switch is just basically a way a thing you can plug in your keyboard and mouse and then it splits to both computers and then you just switch computer A, computer B. 
so that you don't have to worry about switching your keyboards all the time. So that's on the way. Uh, that's technically a KM switch, keyboard mouse switch. KVM is keyboard video mouse. Uh, that would do the monitor stuff, but since I have a multi-monitor setup, those get expensive, so I'm just doing a KM switch uh, without the V. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be coming uh, actually after this weekend, because this weekend is PAX South. And as I mentioned before, I am attending PAX South. A little bit bad... I, I set up bad timing all around for myself. I tend to schedule hectic and stressful things all around the same time. Uh, I, it's a little bit annoying that I'm in the midst, not even finished with this new setup. Don't quite have everything exactly how I want it. Uh, but I've got to stop. Got to stop and go away tomorrow to pack south. Uh, but that's that's all right. I, I do see that some of you are uh, attending, and I uh, look forward to seeing you there. Uh, so let me let me run down the gist of the pack south. I'm trying to decide if I have time again. Stress having time, not enough time for anything. Have time to make like a dedicated vlog type of video um, for for like announcing this stuff, but. Uh, if, if you're a true Farlander, then you're probably watching Farlander Bust, and this is where you can get your information. Uh, although I might be giving it to you after the sun sets. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's that's where the cookie crumbles with the new setup. And, uh, whew, it, it's a thing. Well, I guess I could say, let, all right, moving on. Uh, Pack South, no panel this year. I'm not on any panels this year uh, at Pack South in San Antonio. I am, however... As a member of Mindcrack, Floating Island, uh, part of the booth. We got a booth, splitting a booth with Nerd Fusion, which is Sevidus's company. Uh, pretty much everybody from Nerd Fusion, except for Paws, is going to be there. And then from Mindcrack, myself, Good, Seth Bling recently said he's joining us. Uh, Jay Sano are going to be there. Uh, also, Chad and Aurelian, but they, them two, them twos are, are busy folks with uh, other things. Aurelian is with Twitch, and Chad is doing some uh, bloggy promotional stuff for somebody else, so I'm not sure how many moments they're going to have to, to be at the, the Mindcrack Nerd Fusion booth. Uh, but yeah, we're all, we're all going to be there. And uh, that's going to be interesting uh, at the booth. The booth number is uh, in the main expo hall. There really is only one expo hall here in Pack South. Uh, booth number... Uh, what's the booth number? 10062. Uh, it's not one of the side booths, <laughs> surprisingly. I thought we would just get one of those normal normal people's side booths. Side booth. <laughs> uh, sounds like something else. Uh, but uh, we're actually... We've got like a floor space. Uh, kind of sandwiched on the along the wall, uh, so it's approachable from all angles. Uh, we're gonna have tables uh, to do signings. I think there's gonna be some sort of wall where we can take pictures. There's gonna be, I think, couches, uh, or or it could be just like I predicted before. It could just be that we set up a flimsy card table and some uh, lawn chairs, <laughs> and that's gonna be our booth next to all these uh, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar booth arrangements from like Twitch builds like an entire building uh, on theirs and uh, we'll see. We'll be the either the ghetto or we'll, we'll be all right. But uh, whew, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, let's go to sleep and uh, I'll have some news about a Farlander Kurt J. Mack meetup in San Antonio this weekend in the morning. <laughs>
and awakeness and a San Antonio neoniness. <laughs> oh man. So this is where the meetup is happening. In the basement of the Alamo. Ah, uh, Pee-wee reference. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, alright, so here's here's what I've discovered. Or here's what I've planned, I guess is the word that I was looking for. Uh, like I mentioned, I would like to have a... not a mind crack. Uh, although I, I, I'm not sure, most of the, like I said, the people, the mind crackers, are gonna be manning the booth. Uh, for for the majority of the time. Uh, oh, we're also like selling t-shirts and posters, I think, as well. Uh, same thing with Nerd Fusion has some of the same kind of merchandise stuff. Uh, but I, 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 I don't know too much. I'm just gonna go there and sit and, and be. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna exist at the booth uh, at certain times. But, uh, But more specifically, uh, I wanted to have a, a Farlander meetup, as in I go to a place and and meet people. Whether or not you have a uh, a pack South badge, there are still badges, by the way, available for Friday and Sunday if you would like to actually go inside Pack South. Uh, but if you don't have a badge uh, and you just want to meet up outside of the convention center, uh, this is what I've got planned. Subject to change, depending on the weather. Seems like it's going to be good, but depending on availability, uh, crowds, and whatnot. But here's what I've got planned. Saturday. Saturday. The biggest day. That's actually sold out for PAX. Uh, the biggest day for PAX. Uh, so I figured also a weekend so people will have off work or whatever. Saturday the 30th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. local time at the La Velita. Or Velita? The little village. La Velita Historic Arts Village. So it's the village, historic arts village, <laughs> uh, which is just across the street from the San Antonio uh, Convention Center where Pack South is being held, just west, across the street of across South Alamo Street. Uh, look it up on Google Maps. Look at the the satellite image. Uh, there's the big name. The big name there is the La Valita. Historic Arts Village, if I could say it in as an American accent as I possibly can. The La Valita Historic Arts Village. There's like a courtyard smack in the middle. Uh, and then there is a little octagonal fountain. If you see the octagonal fountain, that is going to be the meetup point at 1 p.m. Saturday. Uh, this is all kind of pending. I do remember seeing this place last year at PAX South. Uh, and, and despite being right across the street from the convention center, it's actually away from all the main entrances. Uh, so it was pretty dead. It was pretty dead. Uh, seemed to be a decent amount of space for a few people. So I don't think we're going to run into any crowd issues. You know, some people have done or do meetups in front of the convention center or on the river walk. Uh, but it just seems like there's too many crowds there and things get a little bit too bunched up. So this is a little bit of ways, a little bit of a walk from the convention center. But uh, I feel like it, it's the right area, it's it's the right space, and uh, it's it's empty enough, or at least in my own experience from last year, uh, that we should be able to have no problems uh, with a small group uh, around there. Uh, if you are coming from, like, somewhere else in town, if you're driving in, there are actually parking lots west of the Arts Village that uh, I rented a car last year and, and I actually found that those parking lots still had parking in them. Oh god! 
Oh no, not again. Why is this happening here now? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the deuce? All right. Um, remember that happened before? And this is on the new system. What is going on? Um, should we be all right to continue or do I need to reboot? the game. Let's... it's noon here. Let's reboot the game really quick. Uh, I, I might... oh, you know, I, let me check the, the RAM allowances. That might be a problem as well. So, uh, un momento. I, I, I'll be right back. Dang it! Alright, we are back. And hopefully everything's alright. I put the, the RAM usage to 2 gigs. I actually had it on 4, but that might be too much. That might exacerbate the problem. So I put it on 2 gigs. You know what I am going to do? Is reduce the render distance by 1. From far to normal, I guess. I just pressed F there. So we're going to have a little bit of fog on the horizon, but maybe that'll help a bit. Sorry, continuing on. Yeah, see, I think it's just, it's the old version of the game. It's it's this uh, floating point problem that we continue to deal with that causes all this. Uh, no, no amount of power in your computer can help you from uh, the problems in invoked by walking to the far lands, I guess. Uh, but sorry, but uh, I was saying, San Antonio, the uh, La Valita Arts Village, holy crumny! Ah, that was the closest fall not had ever. Near miss, I guess. Well, a near miss would be a hit. All right, well, that I would have survived that, but I just glanced right off the edge there. Whew. Um, so, yeah, there is parking. Sorry, I was talking about the parking. There are parking lots just west uh, of that on Nueva Street. Uh, again, look at Google Maps on the uh, the Earth, the Google satellite mode. Uh, there were parking lights, lots just west of it that I ended up parking at, and I, I don't think it was too expensive. I think it was like six bucks or something like that. Because uh, all the parking garages and stuff near the convention center are like completely full. Uh, don't even go into them because you'll get stuck driving all the way to the top and then waiting to get out, going all the way back down in a line. Uh, but yeah, these are just open air parking lots uh, to the west of the convention center and to the west of this uh, arts village. Uh, and uh, th those had spots available last year. I don't know if attendance is going to increase or anything like that. So uh, that that's on that's on your own self <laughs> of how to arrange where, where you're going to park or whatever. And also, and I, I just want to say this, I, I'm not going to be able to stop anybody from doing anything, but uh, don't like drive in from hours away for a, a, a Farlander meetup. Uh, that's not necessary. I'm really not that important. I don't need. I don't need to hear from people like driving from New Mexico or something to, to meet Kurt J. Mac. Uh, that would make me uh, very nervous, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know, put a lot of pressure on me. Uh, but I, I can't. I can't stop you if you are the type of person to do that. But uh, but yeah, that's. I think that's all the information. I should probably make a separate video about that, shouldn't I? That I should post on like Friday or something because uh, I feel like it's a little bit hidden here in Far Lands or Bust, uh, and also in the the technical difficulties cut that we just had to do back there a little, little bit of a scatterbrained informational uh stuff going on there but yeah that that's what i've got planned uh for that might change follow me on twitter uh slash kurt jmac is where i'm on on twitter uh you know just in case i i scope the area out and, and they have some sort of big event going on or something like that and i need to change the location or, or the time 
Uh, right now that time is available to me, and I figure it's after lunch, I'll, I'll be able to, to eat lunch and uh, everybody will be all fed and, and, and energy up and whatever, so uh, that, that, that should be all right, so I think we'll go with that. So, whew, yeah, just so much stuff going on right now. I gotta go out, I'm, I'm gonna get this uh, video rendering. I'm gonna go out and get a haircut for the first time in years. I've been shaving my head since the Jason Statham initiative there in 2014. Was it? Yeah, it was 2014. And uh, January 2014. I've been shaving my head and just buzz cutting my own hair. And so, so I've, I've been letting it grow a bit, so I'm actually gonna go out to, uh, to the fancy Great Clips or something, because I'm fancy like that, uh, and get like a legit haircut for the convention so I don't look like a goob. Uh, well, I don't look more like a goob than I already do, I guess. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm gonna do that. I gotta pick up a few things. I've gotta still, like, do some laundry and pack. Uh, I might... I've run out of Tomb Raider episodes. I might play a couple Tomb Raider just to make sure that uh, the, uh... the console recording and stuff, video making, works in this new setup. Uh, I'm still... Like I said, I'm still gonna get the the switch that's on its way, the keyboard mouse switch. I'm still keeping my eye on like a third monitor. Would be nice, even though I do have a TV set up here for my racing experience. It's way off to the side, so I'm thinking of a third monitor, and then have all three set up for the new computer, and then just use one or two on the rendering computer. I don't know, it's uh, it's still all kind of... I'm figuring things out, formulating and... Woo, surfing, surfing. Woo, I didn't even have to touch the water. That's, that's some uh, super, super service right there from that boat. They, they care about their customers. Uh, um, so yeah, I'm just uh, trying not to... Remember, this is 2016, the year of no stress, of, of taking it easy, of having fun. Uh, and uh, up and at them and whatnot. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I do have that uh, patron server stuff starting to get figured out. So if you are a patron of mine in uh, in, in the, the top tiers, uh, the $40 and above, keep an eye on your messages. Although, no, never mind, because I'm going to be gone. Uh, if you haven't received a message yet, then, then don't worry about it. We'll figure that stuff out and, and get it all up and running when I get back uh, on February 2nd. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Not, forget I ever mentioned it. Woo! Zombies. So, yeah. Alright, let's uh, let's make an elevated hidey hole here. What has happened to all my dirt? Oh, that's right. I didn't have any dirt collected because I created the last episode's hidey hole with TNT. So that tends to... Uh, Change the whole setup. Ooh! This is right over a cave. Should be alright. Boop. Oh, no, no. I said boop! There we go. And boop. Alright, let's go to sleep. And uh, I do have actually some, some questions from donors here that I will answer in the morning. <laughs> Careful, lovey! And uh, wake this Carlo Wolvey. What are you doing? Get off! Get off of that! Ha! 
Move, move. Oh, well, he's, he's, he's off gallivanting on some trees. Alright, more boats. Beep up up. Woof. There we go. I gotta make a new shovel as well. Alright, so let's get some questions here. When you donate to Child's Play Charity at Far Lands of Us, you can ask a question. Uh, make sure to leave your name in the comment box as well. Because by default, all donations are anonymous. Uh, if you want to, or you can just be anonymous. But uh, but uh, we got some, some theme questions here based uh, around automobiles. Uh, this question is asking, just one question, dash, SUs or Weber DCOEs for your fair lady Z. Uh, I'm going to say that based on the fact that I have no freaking clue what you're talking about, uh, that maybe I, I need to learn some things before buying a classic car. Uh, specifically, the fact that I was really interested in and looking at uh, old Datsun 240... 260, 280Z cars from the 70s. Uh, this is apparently some sort of uh, carburetor situation choice that needs to be made when you have an old car like that. Um, and I don't know the difference. And I don't know, I don't know anything about them. Uh, so yeah, I also know I, I have noticed that like you need to tune a carburetor or synchronize them or something. So maybe I need to learn about all that stuff before before I dive in to uh, you know get, getting an old car like that. So I don't know. That might be a a, a 2017 resolution or something. We'll we, we've got some learning to do first, and then like I said in the last episode, we've got some manual transmission learning to do as well. Uh, so yeah, thanks thanks for that question. And uh, yes yes I, I I did embarrass myself by not knowing what the heck you're talking about. So next question. From Powers2440, what do you think of the law that recently passed that may make manufacture of reproduction cars more possible? Would you buy a reproduction 57 Chevy? I looked this up and I think specifically in California or is it a federal law? Somewhere there's a law that says, uh, okay, you can make reproduction... Like a manufacturer can actually make reproduction classic cars... Uh, that are more than 35 years old, I think, uh, up to a limit of like 350 cars or something like that. Previously, previously, I don't think you could do that. Like, you could manufacture a kit car, but you can't deliver the completed car to the customer. You basically have to give them the pieces to put together themselves, uh, which is where the term kit car came from, which is why you see a lot of reproduction uh, old Porsche Roadsters, a lot of reproduction kit car uh, Shelby Cobras, uh, hot rods. So it's like it's a brand new car. Uh, it's just designed uh, to look or act or be exactly the same as, as an old car. Uh, so so yeah, apparently there's some law passed that that now is allowing manufacturers to to make these cars. And normally, you know, and, and the thing is, is it's not it's not Chevy that's going to be doing this. It is. XYZ shop down the street who realistically only makes four or five of them uh, per year for customers uh, and, and you know does things that way. Uh, would I buy one? 
Probably not, because they are heck of a lot more expensive than the the actual old cars. Uh, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, a, a completely from the ground up kit car of a of a hot rod, they'll they'll last forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, as opposed to if you find somebody who actually has an old hot rod or whatever and and put it together, depending on the condition, you know, like showroom quality, then yeah, maybe you are going to be looking at forty, fifty thousand dollars, but a daily driver type condition. Uh, something that actually runs, you can get under twenty grand, uh, even under ten grand, if if you don't mind, if it doesn't have an engine or not, you know, if you want to put it together yourself. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That would that could be interesting, I guess. But I don't think it would be at all aimed at my price bracket. Uh, so probably not. Probably not. Like, would I buy a reproduction? Uh, 240Z? Probably not, <laughs> because, you know, there are some around here that I could see for six or seven or eight thousand dollars, you know, that seem decent enough. Uh, that actually runs and drives and stops and whatever, the important things. So, probably not. Not It's not so much about, oh, it's not authentic, or oh, it's not realistic, or uh, it's a new car, it's not an old car, you're not... Uh, that's not uh, the, the 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 gearhead thing to do. Uh, it's more about price. <laughs> price and market is really what that decision from me would be more about. Uh, but yeah, thanks for that question. Oh, I don't have a shovel still. Ugh. What else? Whoop! Phone going off. Phone number not recognized, so hang up on you. Um, this one from Sophie, or Fairy Sneezes. Sophie asks, I am the only female studying my course at university for motorsport engineering. That's a crazy cool sounding university. Motorsport engineering. So my question to you is, what do you think can be done to encourage more women into male-dominated careers? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's a problem all around with with almost a lot of the careers that at least I am familiar with. It's it's a problem with science and uh, space flight. Uh, it's a problem with computers, with gaming, with uh, technology uh, centered fields. Uh, so I think uh, you know, as far as you know, a lot motorsports and cars uh, even even more it's a little bit it's a little bit more blatant i think because motorsports is kind of a consumer is kind of a marketing advertising uh, centric field as opposed to like with the sciences astronomy uh, it's a little bit more behind closed doors i suppose the problems present there uh but with like motorsports, you know, some very simple, some very simple uh, items to change. Like I have since playing Formula One on the on the computer, started to kind of tune in, uh, maybe not tune in live, but maybe tune in to rebroadcasts or whatever of actual live Formula One races. Uh, and and like before the race starts, having the the, the grid girls, uh, and then after the race ends, having all these. Uh, they're not like in bikinis or anything like that. They used to be, but they're not. They're not anything like that. But in the, you know, very distinct uh, 
they're there for a reason. Uh, you know, the only girls you see, you don't see that many uh, women on the teams or in the crew. I mean, there might be a few, I don't know, uh, but they're certainly not visible on the crew. Certainly no female drivers. Um, the only females you see are the grid girls or are the, the girls who present the trophies or just, they don't even present the trophies. They just kind of stand there uh, as, as, as adornment, as, as objects. And, uh, ooh, look at this. Ooh, look at that cave. I like that cave. Too bad. It's, it's too high up there. I'm, I will not be going. Ooh, what's that little piece of water doing? Hold on. We got to investigate this now. Is it not flowing? Oh, flow water. We watch you. We watch you become a true waterfall. Excuse me, Wolfie. We're watching the joy of nature. Nature! <laughs> In a video game. So, yeah. I mean, blatant changes like that need to happen. And uh, there are still staunchly uh, stubborn people who, who advocate against those changes, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's basically down to visibility uh, it's, and even outreach. It's not enough to say, oh, well, it's, uh, yeah, there can be uh, as many female uh, drivers as, as there wants to be. It's just that there's, there's none of them here. Well, you gotta, you gotta, like, actively open it up. Like, okay, this is a position that we're going to open up specifically, uh, you know, for, for a woman to apply or, or, or to fill, uh, or what, which, you know, I know there's some weird competitive laws and stuff that are against that and pro, but you know what, you, you know what I'm saying, as a sport, as a, as a specifically marketing and very consumer front-facing, uh, endeavor as, as motorsport is, I mean, even as far as going back, you're in school, you know, schools, uh, encouraging, it's raining! Wow, we've had a lot of rain. <laughs> So this is damn El Nino, I tell you. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, the you know colleges and, and schools encouraging via scholarships specifically directed at uh, or, or or programs having teachers even you know that uh, promote that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of stuff, but it's gonna be all, it, it can't just be oh I'm all for you know you can't be. Uh, gosh, I guess we're building Wolfie? There he is. Our hidey hole inside here. You can't just be like, uh, you can't be passive about it, I guess. In anything. In any of these fields, in any of these careers or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, even, uh, racing games. I had a lot of, uh, strong words for, uh, Forza Horizon. Oh, God! Forza Horizon 2. In, uh, in kind of uh, the way that all the cutscenes had young females as adornment versus like actual participants in, in Forza Horizon 2, in games, in media, all, all that stuff kind of has to change and it has to be a purposeful. Ooh, doggy! A thunderstorm. When was the last time we saw lightning in Farland to bust? Uh, I don't think I'm gonna stick around to see lightning. Do I just see lightning? Does it sound like so much better than the current versions of the game, or is that just me? Come on now. Fire and brimstone and whatnot. 
Yes, both. Aw, uh, was that it? Aw. Uh, the moment I walk back in, it's gonna happen again. It's like meteors. Whoa! Aw. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck in this kind of trench here. Oh, cool! <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited about this, Wolfie. I feel like I should bring Wolfie in, actually. Come on in, Wolfie! Quick! Wolfie! Wolfie! Whoa, I almost smacked him. Alright, let's, uh... Let's cover up. Dogs are deathly afraid of lightning, as I've learned with Eva here. <laughs> uh, well, I guess they're more deathly afraid of thunder. And fireworks. And fireworks. Uh, Alright, well that's neat. That is a neat way to end it, because we're actually not going to be coming back for Saturday. Uh, or Tuesday. Because, as I mentioned... <laughs> Great! As I mentioned... Uh, <laughs> at the beginning, or in the middle, or whatever I mentioned it, we are going to PAX South this weekend. If you are attending PAX South, stop by any of the three days. The Mindcrack Nerd Fusion booth to say hello. Uh, I, I kind of... There are, like, specific times I'm going to be there, but I don't know what they are. I'll, I'll tweet. I'll say, I am at the booth now for the next couple hours, or whatever have much else to go. There is simply a, uh, you know I should have done and made another shovel. There is a, uh, a panel late on Sunday about charity live streaming and stuff that I wanted to, I'm not sure how helpful it's going to be, but I just wanted to attend to see, uh, but that's at like 4 or 5 p.m. on Sunday, uh, so otherwise I have no, no real plans for Pack South, so if I see you there, say hello, uh, interested in that uh, outside Pack South San Antonio Farlander meetup, uh, check that out as well. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for, for more awesome video production here now that I have the multi-computer set up. It's still going to take me a good two or three weeks to get like into the groove and like actually figure out a proper system to work with here, but uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. When will we do it? Eventually. We will do it eventually. So, yeah. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for donating to Child's Play Charity at farlandsbus.com. My name is Kurt. I, <laughs> the thunder sounds awesome. I will see you next time.
basement of the Alamo.